Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It is disgustingly hot in my studio right now because my fucking studio. But it is disgustingly hot in the room where I record because I have been uh, dog sitting for my parents, which has been absolutely lovely because it means I get to like hang out in their house and eat their food and drink their craft beer and hang out with my dog and do laundry for free, which is great. But since I'm not here, I have closed all like the doors to like the bedroom, the bathroom and this office so that I can have the AC running and like keep the place decently cool for Oliver without mm-hmm. like having to heat or not heat cool the entire apartment but it's hot as balls in here right now because I've had everything turned off while I've been gone mm. so we're doing great and I pull up everything mm-hmm. Hell yeah, rock and roll. Um, unless you have any questions about anything we're supposed to talk about, would we like to get into it? Yeah. Let's just get right into it. Let's You'll get to that part of last part. Oh, I think I'm already there. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, a copy link. Yes, please. So, let's see if this will work. Yay, it does work. Okay, so um, we are recording shortly after the death of a motherfucking real one, Mr. Jimmy Buffett. Rest in paradise, my guy. Yeah. Um, my dad. Is your my dad? My dad is a... He's a huge parrot head. Hell yeah. Um, he would go like every single year, like um, for almost all of Jimmy Buffett's career. That is fantastic. And so the second I heard, I immediately texted him and I was like, also, oh, I don't know when you saw him last. It's like, you know, this it really sucks. And he said the last time they saw him was 2022 and they had the best seats they ever had. And his girlfriend is like devastated. Oh no. Yeah, major, major parrot head. Love that he's a parrot head. Rock on. But um, with that being said, I have I found this tweet on my timeline in, in like the 
first day or two immediately following the death of Jimmy Buffett by um, at underscore Mr. Pussy. Sure. So that's fun. But um, I want to discuss the sort of chart that is proposed in this tweet and potentially add to it. But what we have is, damn, Jimmy Buffett died? In honor of him, I'm bringing out this chart of all white people. No matter who you are, as long as you're white, you fall somewhere on this chart. And for our audio listeners, um, it is a one of those triangle charts where uh, the top point of the tri- of the, the equilateral triangle is Juggalo, the fans of the Insane Clown Posse. Uh, left point of the triangle, Parrothead, Jimmy Buffett fans, and then right point of the triangle, Deadhead, fans of the Grateful Dead. Um, so all white people fall somewhere on this chart. So if if you feel like you you're not any of those things, are you just the center of the triangle? I would assume so. Here, you know what? I'm also going to pull this up on my phone so that I can go through some of the replies because some of those are also relevant. Uh, I definitely but... know a person that either currently does or used to fit into each of these categories very firmly in the corner of it. Okay, fantastic. I'm very interested to see this, but give me two seconds here while I wait for my phone to cooperate. Come on. No, I would not like to join the voice call. I would just like to view the chat. Thank you very much. Okay, so now that I'm looking at this on my phone, um... Oh, come on. Let me open it on Twitter. Everyone replying with no or on none of these is lying or deluded. Yeah, that's an important one. White Americans, I guess. Do I have to click login via... Come on. Open in the app, please. No. I love how everything is just so much more difficult now. On Twitter? Yeah. Like, just infinitely more difficult. I don't know why I feel, um... Hold up, let me just try fucking searching this shit. Juggalo, parrot head, deadhead triangle. Do you want it to put up on your screen? I can just put the link in the chat. No, I just want to conveniently be able to scroll through the replies on my phone, and Twitter is oh. making it the most difficult process. Yeah. Scrolling right here. Yeah, God, I wish that were me. Deadhead triangle, please. I, I really enjoy that. Okay, fantastic. So yes, um, white Americans, I guess, lol. Everyone replying with no or I'm none of these is either lying or deluded. I'm gonna say hard agree. Um, there was also a reply of this, like this person screenshots their own reply to a tweet. It says the bands themselves are relevant are irrelevant. It's a plane of archetypes and their associated qualities. So yes, you are on it somewhere. Mm, mm-hmm. Which I think, um... Hi! I know, I can see you. You can hang out in here. Your beanbag is right there. Come on. No, the floor? Okay, good loaf. He's not happy that I'm dog sitting. (laughs) Um... 
Yeah, with those replies in mind, one, I would like to place us on this chart. Two, I would like to potentially expand on it, maybe add some labels like in between, like for in the center of each of the lines on the equilateral triangle that we have going on, maybe in the center of the triangle. I'd like to figure out what those are. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, I would like to place us to start. Well, I feel the tricky thing about it is I feel like parrot heads and deadheads have a lot of similarities. I would, in terms here's the thing, I do agree, but I think there is definitely a distinction between the two of them, and maybe figuring out exactly what that distinction is, yeah, or like what sets them apart, is going to like lead us into a further discussion. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of why I have trouble with placement is because to me they're they're very similar, and I, so I think we need to figure out like mm -hmm. what do we see as the qualities of each that distinguish them. See, and the thing is, I'm also kind of thinking about this musically, not necessarily as, like, a character archetype thing, because, like, mm -hmm. maybe this is rather classless of me to say, but the immediate thing that comes to mind for Juggalo is, like, white trash. And that's just kind of mean. <laughs> and, like... Mean, but inaccurate? Mean, but potentially accurate. Although I will... I am happy to explicitly state this right here, right now. I don't really listen to them. I respect the fuck out of the insane clown posse. Interesting. Because they realized that they had a white supremacy problem going on in their fan base, so they released oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a shirt of like a clown burning and stomping on a Confederate flag, and it said, fuck your rebel flag on it. Are mm -hmm. you kidding me? And they have also, um, the fandom has kind of morphed from like agents of chaos to kind of like peacekeeping agents at music festivals. I respect the fuck out of the Insane Clown Posse. Okay, so when, when you first said that, I thought you were talking about the music, when you're talking about the people. No, I, like, I, their music, I could honestly go either way. I'm sure that, like, bands that are popular, generally, I tend to believe, get popular for a reason. They have to make at least one song that people want to listen to. So yeah, if I searched for it, is there an ICP song that I would probably enjoy? Yeah. But I'm kind of neither here nor there on their music, but I respect the fuck out of them as people. Yeah. As they say, magic is everywhere in this bitch. That is- There you go. There you go, uh, indeed. And also the reason, every time I see a magnet, I'm like, fucking magnets, how do they work? Because that's a lyric in other songs. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, I um my brother was a juggalo in like their heyday, which Honestly was, rock like, on. Rock middle on middle school. Yeah, he was a, a huge fan of ICP back in the day. I mean like um, I can't I also can't act superior because I really like Avatar and that's just like more clown metal. Yeah, I just, I hate Just from, like, like, Sweden instead of the, like, what, Midwestern United States? Yeah. I hate anything even remotely clown adjacent. adjacent. Fascinating. Why did I not know this about you? We're getting sidetracked, but I want to explore this. They just make me so uncomfortable. Interesting. There's something very weird about the brand of humor that clowns use. So I is it any and all clown imagery? Yes fascinating part of me thinks something that watching the 
version of Stephen King's It with there it is. impact. That did that to a lot of people. Yeah, but like I'm not scared of them. I just don't like it. That's fair. You know? Just like I don't like puppets and I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just don't like them. Again, I'm really neither here nor there on the like very concept of clowns. I just like the kind of like twisted circus imagery that Avatar has going on specifically. I don't know. I don't even like Twisted Circus. That's sad. Yeah. It, it's such it's a hard. it's such a goldmine for horror, in my personal I mean, opinion. Twisted Circus, as long as it's not clowns, like you could have like acrobats and you know stuff like that. Hmm. That's fine. Fascinating. Yeah. I'm gonna. We're can. gonna have to have an in-depth discussion about a lot of like a lot of horror movies now because I'm like so many things are coming to mind not just it like Terrifier yeah but I also feel like the horror clown thing is overdone do I think it's overdone yes do I think it can still be done well despite being overdone also yes yeah yeah I did uh, enjoy um oh my god why can't I think of his full name? John Carroll played Twisty the Clown in American Horror Story. I have never watched a single season of American Horror Story. Interesting. I, I keep I meaning to because I know I'm sure I would like it, but I cannot get a straight fucking answer from anybody as to which seasons are worth watching. Because I ask people, and I get the like correct, not correct, but I get the like um, collective. That was the word. Good job, Bridget the sort of, like, collective answers of, like, oh, like, these ones are the best. But then I also get the- find these little pockets of people being like, actually, the super popular ones that everyone say are the best, they suck. And the ones that everyone says are terrible, those are actually the best season. And I'm just kind of, hmm. Uh, everyone has very different opinions on it. Yeah. Um, as to which seasons they like. There's definitely a lot of variation between them. Some That's my thing. I can't get a straight answer. Or, like, enough of a straight answer to even decide? John Carroll Lynch. I don't know why that was so hard. Um, I think pretty much everybody I've ever talked to agrees that the first season is the one to start with. Yeah, I should do that. We'll get there. Yeah. It's got an interesting cast. I haven't seen the, the most recent season. I'll get around to it, but other than that, I've seen all of them. I'm impressed. Yeah. But he did a, uh, John Carroll Lynch did a good job as a killer clown. Nice. Terrified the hell out of me in that show. You know what I think it also is with killer clowns? Knowing that there was an actual serial killer who was a clown. Yeah. Like, that certainly does not help. I think that's where a lot of that comes from. Yeah. Yeah. That, I don't know if killer clowns were, like, popular in the media before I mean, John probably Wayne. not, but even pre-John Wayne Gacy, there's definitely a kind of uncanny valley thing going on there, so, like, I can see how it would be fertile ground for spooky yeah. shit even prior to that. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm wondering if it, if it was a thing, or if it became a thing because of that. I am actually thing, I genuinely know. interested in researching that now. I might go on a fun little Wikipedia click hole about the history of the killer clown in media. Anyway. I mean, because that's what they called him, was the killer clown, so. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting so off track. We're getting Juggle so up. off track, but this is still interesting, so who cares? Yes. Hmm. Um, alright, so, 
characteristics of juggalos, like if we're thinking about it as just like a vibe, essentially, you know, not so much the music, but the life. I'm going to say blue collar. Hmm? Here's, hmm. I was going to say blue collar, but I think that applies to just about every single one here. Yeah. Like none of these are like the businessman's music. Correct. Yes. Not that there aren't like, you know, boomer dads with office jobs who are either who are former deadheads or current parrot heads or whatever. Yeah. But vibe specifically, I would say all of these are blue collar, so that doesn't really help us. Yeah. It's more the everyman. Parrot head. Definitely like tropical, nautical, person with a seashell themed bathroom. I definitely think of parrot heads as being like very chill as well, like kind of take things as they come, not as worried about scheduling. No, definitely like an island time type vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, anything that you just like associate with a sort of like, with like the beach or the lake or the cabin. Yeah. Like that's what I, that's the vibe I get from the average parrot head, regardless of whether or not they actually like live on the coast. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of weed smoking that went on at Jimmy Buffett concerts. Also, like, a lot of weed smoking at your average Grateful Dead concert. Well, and that's but one like of the things even that I'm more. About. The thing about that's the more. Deadheads, like yes, it's de- like Deadheads and Parrotheads, both incredibly like chill people. But Deadheads, it's a different brand. It is much. Yeah. It is significantly more psychedelic because obviously you're going to run into a lot of weed at a Grateful Dead show, but also you're going to run into a lot of acid, a lot of shrooms, a lot of other stuff. That I don't think is happening at a Jimmy Buffett concert as much. I'm sure someone is doing acid at a Jimmy Buffett show. I'm sure someone is doing shrooms at a Jimmy Buffett show, but like not nearly to the degree that that occurs at a Grateful Dead concert. Although these days, isn't it dead and company? Because Jerry Garcia is long dead. Anyway. Hmm. Well, yeah, but, like, my dad my dad going to Jimmy Buffett every year, he's like, yeah, basically, everyone just goes and they got their, like, you know, islandy type gear on. Oh, yeah. Everyone gets super high and then just kind of chills and listens to the music, you know? That sounds like, like a delightful time, time, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. But I feel like with The Grateful Dead, it's not quite, I mean, it's chill, but it's not as chill. Yeah, it's, there's a bit yeah. more energy going on at a Grateful yeah. Dead concert, I would yeah. say. And I'm speculating all of this based on vibes of music alone and, like, things that I know from people who have been to Grateful Dead shows. Mm -hmm. I know. I don't really listen to the Grateful Dead all that much. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like for the the parrot heads, like, we, for example, like, that's something they do at the show because it's, you know, it's the right vibe and kind of makes them enjoy it. Whereas I feel like dead heads are more stoners and just... Yeah. Dead heads are stoners. Parrot heads, that's like the one time per year that yeah. your dad smokes weed. Like, you not know what mine. I mean? <laughs> like, not your dad personally, even though that is probably, like, correct. Just, like, anyone. Yeah. Like, that's the one time a year that your dad smokes weed. Yeah, yeah so it's kind of like... With... Between the parrot heads and the dead heads, we have weed smoking, it's just... For the paired heads, it's in a specific context that's kind of rare, and it's to accentuate that experience. 
where with deadheads, it's probably more of an all the time thing, mm -hmm. maybe other drugs as well. Um, and so, yes, they might enhance the experience, but it's not like, like you did it for that purpose because you probably would have done it anyway. Um, this is quickly coming up on like second most interruptions after that time or before that time that we tried to record together and we had to close him in the bedroom because he wouldn't stop trying to bite the cords. Yeah, that was like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You're breaking- you're trying to- Jesus. You're trying to break your own record so quickly. Trying to be an overachiever, it's- Honestly, I think- I don't know precise- mm, I think you might be in sort of in the parrot head region. I- I- yeah, I would put myself more toward that than the others. And like- Because I, I do- Yeah. I'm doing such a terrible job of articulating why, it just feels right. And maybe that- like, maybe we're thinking about this too much. And it needs to be a vibes alone. That's the way I'm sort of thinking about it, but I, I feel like I need to have some sense of what the vibes are, if that makes sense. But I I would put myself more toward being a parrot head simply because I'm pretty chill about things. And also, here's the thing about the parrot head thing. It's like you let loose in a specific context. Whereas deadheads, your entire life is like a just chill, man. You know yeah, what I, I mean? Think, Is that making any sense? Yeah, I, th I think there's an association with deadheads being kind of lazy. Yeah. Even, you know, their, their lives being more about having a good time than being responsible. Which, like... I'm not saying it's true. I'm, I, I say I think I'm not saying it's true, and I'm also not saying that, like, I don't necessarily agree, because, I mean, to a certain extent, I absolutely do, like... I, d I don't- my purpose on this earth is not to, like, be responsible. Yeah. Like, that's lame. That's lame as shit. Yeah. Like, responsibility is something that is unfortunately foisted upon me by society. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I about this in class yesterday. I love Being it. Being an adult sucks. Being a person is hard. Oh my god, the return of class stories. <laughs> it's that time yeah. of year again, folks. Yeah, started back last week. <laughs> yeah, where do we think I fall? You... I don't... I, I don't have an explanation either. But I feel like you're somewhere between Deadhead and Juggalo. You're not wrong, and I think that there's a certain amount of, like, feral energy to the Juggalo that might edge me closer towards that. Yeah. It's um and I'm just bringing more nonsense into this. It's Aries energy. It's like fire sign vibes. I don't know enough about the zodiac to I don't either. There's just agree. like something of a chaotic nature mm -hmm. to all of the things that I just mentioned to like the fire sign, the juggalo, the Aries specifically. That I think I do align with to a degree. Yeah. And again, Damn I it. respect the fuck out of the insane clown posse, so I'm not remotely ashamed to be in that area of the triangle. Whatever, bro. Man, thinking about Juggalos just takes me back in time to when my brother was wearing his Jinkos <laughs> throughout the ground in his God. chain wallet. 
Hell yeah, brother. Rock on. I'm also trying to think of, like, if there are other groups of, like, fans of, of, like, certain types of music that you could put on this triangle. Like, what's between a parrot head and a dead head, if there is anything at all? What's between a parrot head and a juggalo? So, kind of chill vibes, but at the same time, a bit of chaotic energy? Something like that, yeah. Hmm. I do, I do like the, um, one of the replies down here that says, Many of us who listen to nothing but they might be giants, Weird Al, and the Aquabats are looking at this in utter puzzlement. So, because I think that those are also groups that have very specific fans, but you know, Aquabats, Shark Fighter. I was about to say, there's some, there's some nautical vibes happening with the Aquabats. And I don't know nearly as much about them as you do. It's just so very specific. Mm. Yeah. I, I also, I really enjoy the pe- number of people in the replies who are asking, like, what's a parrot head? What's a dead head? What's a juggalo? Google it! Uh, yeah, have you been living under a rock? <laughs> well, yeah, there's that part, too, but, like... How do you, I mean, like, I understand, perhaps, not knowing what a juggalo is, but, like, you don't know what a dead head is? Yeah, that really? one's... Really? Yeah. Or, I mean, even parrot head, I don't think that's something that gets talked about, like... As much, yeah. yeah. But the deadhead thing is weird. Deadhead. Yeah, that's that's a little strange. But somebody definitely did ask if that. Someone like I can hear the bass rattling someone's car. Oh, I can't hear it. Whack. Um. I genuinely don't know if I'm gonna be able to come up with anything that's like in between any of these like music fans specifically because i'm trying to think of also just like other groups of people that also have names like where it's specific enough to have a name like swifties essentially yes but like or um hmm. the little monsters that's lady gaga right oh my god love her i don't know if any of those like i feel like this is a little too narrow the beehive, Beyonce. I only apparently just know popular beehive. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I got so nothing. Weird. Frankly, I would love to turn this over to our non-existent audience. If you can yeah, come up with anything, like, please let us. Please tell us. We will happily give you credit. Yeah. Maybe if I thought on it longer, but we can Um, if you do think of something we can always circle back to it at a later episode it's not like there's any rules i like how the the original poster had plotted themselves on this using a tiny parrot absolutely fantastic 10 out of 10 no notes yeah um i don't think i have anything else relevant to add here so i'm gonna bring up some other things from my Twitter timeline that I don't actually have sources for right now because I scrolled past this and like, you know, took in the information and then it just kept taking up real estate in my mind. 
Okay. But yeah. then I couldn't find the tweet again. I'm gonna try, but if I can't find it, I don't know. This was some absolutely bizarre discourse that was occurring on my Twitter timeline where the argument seemed to be that like if you like cut your hand or something, you shouldn't wash the blood off of your hand in a sink that's in, for example, a public restroom because blood is a biohazard. Okay. Which just, I don't know. It's that, it, that's essentially it. That's it. Okay, I just wanted to make sure there wasn't anything. Because I there. think, because I looked back, I think this person, like this discourse, started because somebody saw someone like washing their underwear in the sink in a public restroom, which like. Unless you are, unfortunately, in a position to have no other options, maybe don't. Yeah. But, but like... That's a thing nobody wants to do, so they probably had a good reason. But then it just spiraled into this discourse of how, like, you shouldn't... Like, again, if you, like, cut your hand or something, you shouldn't wash your hands in the sink if it's in a public restroom because blood is a biohazard and you're contaminating... Like, contaminating the sink, almost? And, like, maybe if you accidentally amputated a finger, you're going to be bleeding all over the place. But if you have a small cut and you just put it under the water with soap, there's no trace of it. it I just... But also, like, who's going to be touching the sink? That was my thing! Okay. You go into a public restroom and lick the sink? No, like, like, that's a problem. Like, even if you have, like, something that, like, you know, maybe it would potentially require stitches and you have to go like wash the blood off of your hand like again unless you have like amputated your hand i feel like that's the only scenario where this is gonna be like that potentially dangerous to people who would use said public restroom after you've been there like and also you're i would assume you're using soap yes so like yeah you were it's being washed yeah, but, but also then, I know technically, like, being a bodily fluid, there there are certain rules about it, like in medical facilities and things, but as long as you don't have, like, a disease that's communicable by blood, yeah, that's also not a huge deal. Um, and then also, what do they expect you to do then? That was my thing. Because I'm like, yes, maybe, like... It's not the mo- absolute most sanitary thing in the world. A lot of things aren't when you're existing in public. That's kind of just the way things are. But is the alternative not worse? Yeah, <clears throat> let me just pull all over all these public places so you can just then touch it, actually, and maybe yeah. sit in it. <laughs> so that was some absolutely bizarre discourse um, that crossed my timeline that just, like kind of stayed pinging around in my skull for a hot minute and I needed to share that with somebody else to see yeah. if they thought it was maybe as strange as I did yeah I feel like I want to talk to this person like have a conversation about it it had very chronically online energy to me yeah I just don't I don't understand I don't either <laughs> I don't think they put in the level of thought that we just have. I think for them it was like, ew, blood, icky, and that's as far as they thought. 
And I, like, if I find this again, I'll, like, we could go through the entire thread and, like, mm-hmm. look at people's responses and stuff. But this was, just, again, it was just bouncing around in my skull and I needed to share this with another human being. Yeah. So there we yeah. have it. Mm. Anything else to add? No. So this is another thing that happened to me on the internet where I, um, another thing I stumbled across that poses an interesting question or like is something that I kept thinking about. I found a subreddit the other day, which led me to the fascinating question. And it's, the subreddit is, okay. I need to get my shit together. The subreddit is called r slash shrimps is bugs. Improper grammar for stylization. Yes. Um, and the whole point of this subreddit, again, just in, it's like, is all predicated on Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Like, the insistence that shrimps is bugs. Which, like, so one that raises the question, um, is shrimps bugs? I and two, I just like I love like how did these things get started? It just makes me laugh so much. Like that someone says a funny thing once and then it spawns an entire like sub community. Cause like one of the posts I'm seeing here is from uh Reddit user 
Primo Philly 59. Just like someone wrote on a chalkboard, like a public chalkboard at a restaurant or whatever, shrimps is bugs. Like people um, have shrimps is bugs tattoos. Scroll further, there's some tattoos that are actually kind of nice. Like somebody painted shrimps is bugs into their mural. Like things like this just absolutely delight me the way that they like one person says something and then everybody decides yes this is funny we're going to spread this everywhere like here's somebody uh-huh. saying that they randomly spotted shrimps's bugs graffiti in texas yeah it looks like it's carved into a windowsill absolutely fantastic somebody with a shrimps's bugs shirt i also like that this shirt <laughs> has like little extra things written on it Everybody knows it. It's time to wake up. I mean, come on. It's obviously a bug. So, yeah. Is shrimps bugs? I mean, technically, no. But for fun's sake, yes. That's, like... They are technically two different, like, categories. Do you like shrimps because they are bugs? Cole? What one was like shrimps and am indifferent that they be bugs. <laughs> like so shrimps, but scared they be bugs. Don't like <laughs> shrimps, they be bugs. Don't like shrimps, don't care they be bugs. Don't like shrimps because they bugs. <laughs> That's fun. Um, yeah, I think shrimps is bugs. Because, like, they're kind of like isopods. And isopods, one, give me big bug vibes. Um, and can be both aquatic and non- Like, isopods in particular can be both aquatic and non-aquatic. Because, like, you have your land isopod. It's like a pill bug, right? Which, like, that's a bug. And then your sea arthropods. Like, just straight up the isopods. And also shrimp. And, like, lobsters and shit. So I'm gonna say yes, shrimps is bugs. Did you go scroll past this whole explanation of that? Maybe I did. Hold shrimp on. are crustaceans, which are a type of arthropod just like insects. Both insects and crustaceans belong to the broader category of arthropods, which means they share some similarities in terms of body structure and characteristics. Shrimps is bugs, however, baby. However, God damn it. It's important to note that while shrimp and insects share common features, they are distinct biological groups. Shrimp are marine animals that live in water and have a hard exoskeleton, multiple pairs of legs, and a segmented body. Insects, on the other hand, are typically land-dwelling animals with six legs, three body segments, and often wings. So while the term bugs might be used humorously or informally to refer to shrimp because of the resemblance to certain insects, they are not the same thing biologically. Okay, lame. I'm gonna say shrimps is bugs. <laughs> I really love, I, I skipped over the opening line to it because it, it wasn't really relevant, but I just love how, like, they try to sound very academic. Referring to shrimp as bugs is a colloquial and informal way to describe them due to their physical resemblance to certain insects. Oh my god. Yeah, no, um, I think shrimps is bugs. <laughs> and frankly, but shrimps that's... is bugs is a great tattoo. Oh my god, I actually really enjoy those tattoos. 
Um, I don't know if there's more. I only saw the two on here. I also saw one where they, yeah, there's like people putting it on cakes. Um, like, cause the first one I saw is just the the black line one with the a shrimp and then the little banner that says shrimps mm-hmm. is bug, and I was like, that's pretty cool. And then I scrolled fi- slightly further and saw the shrimps is bug tattoos uh, tattoo with a shrimp wearing a cowboy hat. Uh, exotic dancing on an anchor. Amazing. Pull ten dancing. out of ten. That is incredible. And you can see it has little eyelashes, so it has to be a lady shrimp. Ooh, a little shrimps' bug stick and poke. Oh god. That sounds terrible. <laughs> it's kinda cute. Um, yeah, if you ever just kinda want want some fun out of the internet, go to the Shrimps' Bug subreddit. This is delightful. Yeah, I, I love how it just seems to come about entirely randomly. And then yeah, like it's totally organic. Same thing with, like, Barbenheimer. Like, it's totally organic. The first person makes a joke, and then it just spirals. But see, what's what's different about, like, that versus this? Um, sorry, I just saw something on here. What's different about that versus this is that with Oppenheimer, it's just basically, like, let's go watch these things. Mm-hmm. In this case, it's like, let's all believe in this thing that even though there's evidence isn't true, we're going to do it anyway because it's fun. Delightful. You know? So it's like this collective agreement of, yes, this is this is a thing now. I Did you see the, the Killian Murphy meme? Of course I did. That's what, that's what distracts me. <laughs> Humans eating bugs. Humans eating what bugs? Oh, that's great. Absolutely incredible. I love it. How about the rare photograph of the first shrimp to fried rice? <laughs> Did you're you telling, see it? You're telling me a shrimp fried this rice? Did you see it? Hold on. It's like just a little of the Killian Murphy. Oh, below. hold on. Now I gotta scroll back up. That's another meme oh. format that I never get tired of. You're telling me a blank, blank yeah. is blank. Yeah. I really like the meme because it looks like the this shrimp is at like a Benihana. Incredible. Like some sort of hibachi place. Trying to make fried rice with this little, what do you call those like fins? I think they're claws. They look Finnish on here, not as in from Finland, but. Thin-esque. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. I love it. Excellent. Yeah, so I just yeah. wanted to bring that up for everybody. I think it was important. Oh, there's the cake. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Delightful, right? Yeah. Crawfish is bug too? Perhaps. Although they horribly misspelled crawfish, and I don't know if that was purposeful or not. Probably. It's crab, like C-R-A-B-W-B-D-N-F-I-S-H. Incredible. <laughs> I don't know that I would know what they were trying to say if there weren't a picture of a crawfish. Nice. Um, <clears throat> so unless we have anything else to say about shrimps being bugs. No. Okay, cool. Um, the final thing I have is something that we haven't done in a hot minute. I want to make a playlist. 
Okay. And the title of the playlist is Face Down on the Floor. But first, before we begin, we have to agree on the vibe. Because we can't be combining, like, face down on the floor, yearning romantically, with face down on the floor, depression. Mm-hmm. So, like, what kind of face down on the floor are we going for? Ooh, another Shrimps' Bugs post. Well, um... Shrimps' Bugs friendship bracelets, that's fantastic. And I will be making those tonight. That's what distracted me at the last second when you said, is there anything else? I went, uh, no? As I was looking at it. Because it totally looked like a thing you would do. Oh, 100%. And it's a thing that I will be doing. Um... Well, I mean, it was it was your idea. Did you have a particular direction you were thinking? Like, what's what's your thinking on this? I can currently think of more things for face down on the floor yearning romantically. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, in a positive way? Hmm. I didn't even think about that. Because, like, mm. that could go either, like, sort of, like, sappy sort of love songs, you know, that are that kind of nice, or you could go with, like, really depressing ones about heartbreak. Not stuff. really depressing ones about heartbreak. I think the vibe is, like, facing on the floor, I want someone to love me like this. Ah, uh, so you're talking about, I want what they have. I want playlist. what they, face down on the floor, I want what they have. <laughs> face down on the floor in the sense that, like, what what is your feeling in that moment? Is it despair? No. Or is it, like, hopeful? It's not despair, but I'm still screaming. (laughs) Okay. Okay. It is so hard to explain a vibe. (laughs) Well, again, that's why it's hard for me, because, like, you had it in your mind. This entire episode is just two women desperately trying to put a vibe into words. (laughs) You could do a whole podcast on that. Like, describing the vibe in it. Ooh. Coming soon to Spotify. <laughs> no, okay. It's face down on the floor. I want what they have. Not despair. Yearning romantically. I am definitely still screaming. Like, into a pillow. Yeah. Like, a test or something. Would you put two of a crime on there? Yes. The perma. Yeah. Yes, I would. Yes, okay. Because, yes, I do want what they have. Cool. (laughs) So we're getting there slowly but surely. And this playlist will be available on Spotify with a link in the description on whatever platform you are uh, consuming this podcast on. So I'm actually just going to physically write it down rather than trying to pull up Spotify and make it look nice on my screen recorder right now. So... I definitely think two of a crime should be, like, mm, top of the list. Yes. Yes. Two. Because when I think about, like, songs that involve good relationships, like, especially because, like, knowing the story, like, having listened to Max Bemis' band say anything for so long and just, like, would let the girlfriend after girlfriend and it seemed hopeless and now he's, like... Yeah. It's great. 
Actually, it's really funny that you say that because there was an interview with Tobias Forge that got released recently where he was like, oh yeah, I was like terminally single up until I was 25. And if you listen to it, like the only, there's two Subvision albums, which is one of the bands that he was in before Ghost. There's only two Subvision albums. Both of the albums are essentially about the fact that Homeboy cannot get laid, which I think is hysterical because when, like, I don't, I haven't done the math exactly of when Subvision stopped being a thing, but I know that shortly after he got his first legit girlfriend, who he later married and now has, like, twins with. <laughs> it's just, it's cute. Anyway. Yeah, Two of a Crime by Perma, that is definitely up there. Yeah. We got. I mean, we gotta get some hosier on here, obviously. Okay, I don't listen to much hosier, so I'll have to leave that choice to you. Oh, that is hosier is just. If you want to listen to an entire album that is like again face down on the floor, yearning, not despair, but definitely screaming. Mm-hmm. Hosier. Pr- mm-hmm. You know what? From Eden by Hosier. Holy I've shit. Never heard it, but okay. Highly recommend. For some reason, the only song that's coming to mind is of the depressing variety, though. And, you know, here's another one. Hmm, I don't know if this is going to work for you, but it's definitely going to work for me. Any song that you would put on a playlist of characters, like a playlist for characters that you ship. Mm. Like, if I were to make a playlist for, like, Lodja. Okay. I mean, like, obviously, Two of a Crime would be on there. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if that helps. Yeah, well, like, the song I was thinking of is is by a band called Against Me. Um, and the, the title of it is called Pints of Guinness Make You Strong. It's one that's of those fun. things that's not in it. But it's, it's actually really sad, because the, the singer of the band wrote it about their grandparents. Oh, God. Um, and the, the way that it starts out... Um, is Evelyn sits by the elevator doors. It's been 37 years since James died on St. Patrick's Day in 1964. Okay, well, I'm gonna go walk into the ocean. But yeah, but you kind of go through the song um, and learn basically that he was an alcoholic and, you know, that's how he died. Um, But the, like, the kind of relationship they have, like how she's just... Ugh. I know what you're talking about. Like, I absolutely understand what you mean. It's just not this. Yes. But you know what is this that you just reminded me of? The mm-hmm. Gambler. I was thinking about that, actually. Okay. Because, yeah, Also, especially... shout out to Fun for dropping, like, two of the most iconic albums of the, like, aughts. And then just dipping. Yeah. Yeah. I'm putting the gambler on here. I don't know about you. Yeah, I was thinking about it because it also has that like older couple that are still very much in love kind of thing. I'm like pretty sure that song is on my logic playlist, but I can't remember. Because, yeah. you know, they moved to Arizona. So <sighs> oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> um, I'm sure you knew this was coming. Life Eternal by Ghost. It had to be a ghost song. Of course there did. Duh. 
frankly, I can also twist so many ghost songs into love songs, whether or not they actually are, because of who I am yeah. as a person. What now? So, oh my gosh, why can I, I still can't think of the name of this song. Who's it by? And would I know it at all? So, probably not, but I, and I don't know what made this song pop into my head. Um, the Tide, I think is the name of it, by The Spill Candace. Nope, haven't heard of either. But it's, oh, maybe it fits more into that category of depressing. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but it's basically, it's almost like a story about this woman and um, who was in this relationship and had this, these three kids, but then the guy basically left them or died. I think it's not very clear, hmm. but just the way that they talk about the relationship and she basically, basically neglects her kids and they get swept away in the <laughs> just That's what I was realizing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, there's like, there's really romantic parts of the song, but then when I think about it, I was mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, it's about her children being swept away by the time, never mind. Yeah, perhaps not ideal. But like, it has lines like, heaven's not a place where you go when you die, it's that moment in life when you touch her and feel alive. Like... <laughs> yeah, I don't know why these are the only songs that come into my head or like, these depressing. I wonder if this is just like, highlighting the difference between the way you and I think about, like, romance. Well, I mean, I, these are just the only ones I can think of that have, like, strong romantic... Yeah, lyrics. I know, but they're all sad. <laughs> well, it's mostly because I listen to, like, a lot of punk and stuff like that that it's generally not very romantic. You make, you make some points. Hmm... Oh, I had something and it just whoosh, slipped away. Okay, I'm gonna scroll through my own Spotify for a little bit of inspiration. I felt like that was cheating, but now I don't. Yeah. I was actually just kind of looking through the lyrics of a song where I'm like, I don't think this one has anything depressing in it. <laughs> Double check. Um, the song I was thinking of, so, you know, one of my favorite bands, the Lawrence Arms, it's not a Lawrence Arms song, mm -hmm. but I had seen them in concert in Chicago back in 2007 mm -hmm. at the Metro. And they had a few bands opening for them. And one of them was this band, American Steel, which is one of my favorite bands. And so when the the Falcon went on the stage, which shares a member with the Lawrence Arms, um, this the guy said that he actually had his wife walk down the aisle to an American Steel song, which I thought was very interesting. And that's the song I was thinking about. It's called Maria. Okay. Um, But to me, that ha it has kind of that, that vibe to it. It's not depressing. There's nothing depressing. <laughs> okay. 
Oh my god, line without a hook, Ricky Montgomery. What am I doing? Hmm. Yeah, I feel like I gotta do the, the cheating and like, let me look for inspiration. Yeah, a lot of this stuff is, is real depressing. That's interesting. Um. Yeah. <laughs> what, was I hmm. what was I just thinking? <laughs> There's another really depressing song about Foxy Shazam. Ah. Count me out. Because the lyric is, if this is what love is all about, you can count me out. Hmm, what if I died? What then? <laughs> oh, um, I think this song works. I think part of the problem is we're going to be like, um, naming songs that the other person doesn't know. That happens a for lot some reason, here. I, for some reason, I, I just noticed I hit play on a song and I'm, I saw it pop up on my screen, like in the Discord. You don't see that, do you? No. That's weird. Oh, you didn't like, know you can, you didn't know you, you can have, I can control Spotify like on my computer from my phone, which is great when I'm playing video games and I don't want to close the window, but I want to change the song. But no, it's showing up on Discord. Yeah. If you want to do like a Discord thing of like, oh, let's all listen to this album at the same time. But I didn't tell it to. Your accounts are probably linked. <laughs> Especially if you like use a Google sign in for everything like I do. Hmm. Interesting. But anyway, the song that has popped up on the screen and startled me is by a band called Further Seems Forever. Love it. Um, and the song is called New Year's Project. It's, uh, that's one that really gets me. Because, you know, I'm waiting to give you whatever the world may bring. I'll give you my heart because I don't own anything. And what was that called again? That's, that's one of those songs I like to, like, belt out. I love that for you. Um, what was the name of it again? New Year's Project uh, by Boomst. Further Scenes Forever. God. Which is an interesting band because they they didn't have a permanent lead. Well, they still don't have a permanent lead singer, so they would just like borrow singers from other bands for each album. That's kind of fun. Yeah. So this particular album um, had Chris Caraba as the lead singer, who was from Dashboard Confessional, mm -hmm. and he actually a few years ago did another one with them. I see uh, you staring at those lights. Don't you dare. Oh man, I can't believe I didn't think about Dashboard Confessional. There's some... Oh, those are really face down on the floor love songs. First Day of My Life by Bright Eyes. Fuck me, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, because I thought about Dashboard and I was like, oh, now we're getting into emo territory. And then, of course, Bright Eyes. That's on my logic playlist. Yeah, that song. Oh my god. I think I sent you a text that I was like, I just started crying at a stop sign because I was listening to that song and I thought about them. 
<laughs> I'm like 99% sure that is definitely a thing that I've sent you. <laughs> There's so many things wrong with me. Um, oh my god. Oh my god. Fall for me by sleep token. I love sleep tokens so much. I can't wait to go see them in like less than a week now. Yeah, I guess most of these songs are. All right, we've got eight songs. I feel like we should make it a solid 10. Okay, okay. I'm thinking. I'm in my playlist here. Oh man, how am I not? Pick a song by like one of my favorite bands. I don't know. But oh, because they're mostly depressing. Hmm. They're like angsty in a way when they <laughs> like relationships. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like these are things we should probably think about in advance. And I saw it on there. And I didn't think about it. So we both just did this to ourselves, essentially, but yeah. Yeah. when is that not that's happening? But that's the thing, is like I could probably come up with like really good songs if I had spent time thinking about it. Hmm. You know. But did I? No, of course I didn't, because why would I do that? I feel like there has to be something by Wallows that fits. Hold on. Oh, I know we already technically have Max Venus on there with Perma, but there's a Say Anything song. Do tell. Called Shiksa, parentheses girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's basically just a song about his girlfriend and how much he loves her. I think that actually might have been when he first met Sherry. Aww. Yeah. Because it, it starts off with, I remember it vividly, love. I've been walking erect since the moment we met and I caught your eyes. That's hot. Yeah. But it's, she's not Jewish, so, <laughs> and he is culturally Jewish, at least. Fun. And so, he, yeah, that's why she's a shiksa. That was when I scrolled past. There we go. finish this playlist. Just kind of at least one of those can't see those cell this square. Hi. Something about so many There's wallow songs definitely. seems like so like uncertain. Like they're positive, but they seem very uncertain, so I don't hmm, I don't know. Yeah. Are you, what? Are you coming up here or not? Hmm. Are you, are you coming? Come on. No, you're just gonna sit there and squeak at me. Okay. Yes? Yes. 
Oh my gosh. This cat, man. Ain't that just the way? There she is. Hi! She was just sitting there squeaking at me. Aww. Hey. Oh my gummy. What Hi. a sweet baby. Hey. Oh my goodness. Are you gonna lay down? No? I'm, oh, I'm biscuits. Oh, goodness. Okay, baby, careful. You're on the phone. Hmm. Thanks. I think Take one, I think one, one more. I can do this. Yeah. That's why I feel like, uh... What are you doing? Yeah, most of my, like, songs about romance are depressing. I never really thought about it. Oh, Light My Love by Greta Van Fleet. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's my final suggestion. Light My Light My Love by Greta Van Fleet. Love those guys. Chill. Chill out, kid. Shh. Success. Yeah. This will be posted as a Spotify link, but we did it. And there Nixie was much helped. rejoicing. Nixie helped. And that is going to bring us to the weekly worsening. You got anything? Because I sure do. Always. You can go ahead while being distracted by a cat. Um, okay, so... In this past week, I have uh, purchased black bed sheets and now a uh, duvet cover and like fancy, like, you know, matching pillowcase covers that have like skeletons on them, which is super fun. So I'm a huge fan. And also, look what fucking came in the mail today. Oh, the new one. I love him so much. My fucked up little son. Yeah, you can uh, use your little accessory that you got that you said would work for Plushia. Yes! Yeah. Love him. Soon I will officially have, like, I swear to god they restock the official Plushias, like, five at a time. Because multiple times now I've gotten the email of, like, oh, they're back in stock, and then I'll check back, and then I'll, like, immediately click on it and they are sold out. I feel like they do that on purpose. But soon. Soon I will have... The official plushia, the official, like, I don't have a shortened name for this, but it's like the Papa 4 plushie, and then my darling bootleg potato. Like, plushia 4? I've seen people do the, like, uh, some people on Twitter do, like, plush and then IV in caps, which is kind of cute. I've also seen people calling him, like, Poshia, because Popia. Papa Copia, the plushie version, the plushie version. Um, so we have that, but yeah, I love him so much, and I'm making my room goth as hell. So that's how I'm worse this week. And also, I'm listening to more typo negative. 
oh, you know how else I'm worse? I have officially asked your brother for music recommendations. Yeah. That's how I'm way worse. I mentioned that to my mom to see if she could come up with, like, other suggestions. Oliver, so you first... eat my bike, please, and thank you. And the first thing she said was insane clown posse. Fuck yeah. Stop it. Actually, you know what? That's metal. Go nuts. Just try. So yeah, what's up with you? How are you worse? Um, I guess I would say the main way is Zelda. Yeah. I'm just, I can't stop. I need to stop, but I can't stop. Um, I have things to do. Doesn't matter. I gotta, I gotta say hi roll again. I swear I just saved these people like a week and a half ago. That's generally how it works with like a lot of video games. Yeah, so uh, I'm having a lot of trouble, you know, not playing all the time. And I'm going to another Ragnar tomorrow. Yay. Um, yeah, so like, that's making me worse. I bought three pairs of colored contacts today. So preparing proud. for uh, Shinobu, getting my purple contacts. That'll be fun. I can't wait to see what those look like. Oh my god, I can't wait to fucking dye your hair for a convention. Yeah, you know what? I got that's that, gonna be that great. dye kit. So the dye kit that I got was just like the only one that seemed like it was the right color and it has like the bleach in it so you can really get the vivid color. But I was like, it's only semi-permanent. What if I just do it permanently? <laughs> my hair will grow out eventually. It's just the ends. I mean, I am fully in support of that. I've done that shit. Yeah, but I'd have to get permanent dyes somewhere. Which they did not have where I was at the time. Hmm. I happened to be there getting other things. And I was like, oh, I should grab hair dye while I'm here. And I... Well, I mean, I like, no, if it's only semi-permanent... Like, it'll last for a little while, and then we'll just ha- you'll have your hair bleached already, so you can just put permanent over it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, once it starts to fade, it'll look kind of stupid. Well, then just, I mean... That's why I might layer on the purple. Hmm? Just layer on the purple, who cares? Yeah, I'm thinking I might go and find, like, hit up Ulta or something. You know, see what they got. I'm in a purple hair down. Hell yeah. The insanity so continues, and, as always. Yeah. And then I'll have some purple hair when I'm Sypha as well. So. Yeah, braid it back. You'll be fine. Yeah. Who cares? I decided I'm not bothering with the wig. I don't want to. That's completely fair. I just realized I am doing, like, a full face and a wig both days. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, um... Neither day. I mean, I have the contacts... But you'll be able to see out of those way better than the power ones. Well, yeah, and I I looked at the mesh ones, because they make ones that are just solid purple mesh that are much bigger. But the thing is, like, you can see that they're mesh. Mm. Like, to me, it didn't look good, because you could tell that there were little holes in it. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what, this is better off, because this is a nice, solid purple, you know, and it's pretty big, and I think it'll get the right effect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, so the, the website had so many cool contacts, I wasted so much time today looking. Hell yeah. So yeah, that's how we are both very much worse. Yes. Yeah. I think we did good. 
at being worse, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, as always, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we will be back again next week. Adios. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at AndSarahSaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and Facebook. And join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.